This episode is brought to you by Sparkling Ice. If you're on the hunt for show-stopping flavor for your thirst, skip the blah and grab a Sparkling Ice. With over 17 original flavors made with zero sugar, vitamins, and antioxidants, Sparkling Ice is the anything-but-subtle bottle of tasty goodness. There's no kind of flavor in it or taste that reminds you of a fruit. Sparkling Ice is all in on bold flavor that you can taste. You can find Sparkling Ice just about wherever your thirst hits, from online to grocery stores, bodegas, and convenience stores. Hello, and welcome back to the App Betches podcast. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana. Lots of pop culture things to discuss <laughs> this week. Such natural, natural pop culture radio hosts we are. Yeah. I mean, anything going on with you that you want to share with the listeners? No. What about you? Nothing that I haven't already shared on like three other podcasts. So, <laughs> okay, fair enough. I mean, I yeah. was awoken this morning at like 7 a.m. I know that's not really that late uh, by our smoke alarm going off out of nowhere. And this constantly happens to us. It just goes off suddenly at random times. And every single time. Have you thought about getting that looked into? Well, now we're going to because it's it's become it's this happened like four times this past year. And then every single time the police and the fire department come. And even if you call them, they won't not come and like see what's up. So every single time they know who I am now, it's like embarrassing at this point. So actually that that's, that's what I've been dealing with this morning. Okay. So they don't know why it's going off. No, I have to, we're, we're going to have an appointment with ADT. It just, cause it happens like kind of a lot where it'll just go off out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, in an ideal scenario, this only happens when there's there's a fire. fire. Right. Yes, that is. Why do the police need to be there? I don't know. The police and the fire department both come every single time. Anytime an alarm goes off. Interesting. Like not deactivated. Which happens quite often for you, I guess. Apparently. How many times has it been? Well, okay. With the fire alarm, there have been, I believe, like at least four. But there was also a time when I was alone and I was trying to figure out the alarm system and I accidentally set it off. And they, so they, so it's like just so many problems. If it's been four times, how have you not looked into this yet? We have looked into it. You know, like we've called them and they are just like, no, there's no problems. And we're going to have to do it again. Yeah. Wow. That's annoying. I'm sorry. Yeah, very annoying. But, you know, that's my, that's, the, that's all the excitement in my life right now. What time did it go off? It was like seven. Avi's in Chicago for work for the night and he left at like five. So. How convenient for him. Right? <laughs> right? Do you think he just set it off to like be like, get up. I know you're not getting up. That'd be very funny if he was using like the fire alarm to passive aggressively get you to wake up. It would be super manipulative because he texted me like immediately after was like, you okay? So <laughs> if he then did that, it would be because he gets a notification too. It sounds like a true crime story. Yeah. It's like <laughs> where he where he gets on the plane to Chicago and suddenly. Right. So all of a sudden there's something, you know, there's a fire in the house. Exactly. Sorry to plant that seed in your head. Anyway. Well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't bother me maybe as much as it, you know, I don't, I don't think he's going to do anything to me. I, I agree with that. I think that's a good thing. We both agree. But didn't we play a game when we were out to dinner with oh, Aileen? Who was, who was, who was most, most likely, likely to be murdered by their husband or murder? Or murder them. Spouse? Yeah. That was a fun game. 
Yeah, I don't even remember what the answers were, but we probably shouldn't air them here because in case we don't want to rope Aileen into this. Exactly. Against her against her will. And she, you know, she gets very uh, she gets very anxious about these things. <laughs> You're right. Even <laughs> hypothetically. Yes. Yeah, but um, no, it's a shame. It's you know, it, I was thinking it is a shame that she's not here for this episode because she's a huge Friends fan, and we're going to talk about all the Friends tributes from the cast to Matthew Perry. So oh, we're going to talk about all of them. We're, I mean, we're not going to talk we gonna about read all of them. No, I'm just saying <laughs> we're going to talk like, about them. You know, yeah, I'm not saying okay. we're going to like you know literally analyze each of them. We're going to discuss right. them, but that will come later. Okay. Yeah. I, this was like, it's just like interestingly, like the most coordinated posting situation that I've seen, like among celebrities on Instagram. Ever? You mean? About something like this. Right. Well, they are friends. So, you know. I, I wonder how good friends are they? I actually think as far as ensemble casts go, they're probably one of the most solidly actually friends ensemble casts that I don't know I haven't I didn't watch the reunion did you watch the reunion I didn't watch the reunion because I don't care I prefer to leave it in the past when where the episodes belong so what gate what what gives you the sense that they're so close just like my observations of pop pop culture for like years like I know like I know Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston are for, are like very good friends they're friends but also like celebrities they see each other in places like I'm sure they're not like posting together. Uh, my sense is that there's like good vibes between them and they're based on what though? Based on you don't really hear anything other than good things about any interactions between any of them. Like I can't think of a single but store like instance or story where there was any any amount of conflict between any of them sure. or even stories about there being that. And there would have been if there the lack were. of distaste between them doesn't equate to a closeness. Do I think they're going on like a vacation trip to like, I don't think they're all going as like on a vacation together, but my sense is that they like there's positivity between them. There's probably a not so active group chat is my guess. And I think what actually makes a, his death, so sad and their tributes so sad and this situation particularly like you know moving for people is that most ensemble casts are not in like a sitcom together where they're all playing friends also where they're like they're in a set six person no lead every single person is the same level of stardom another yes. important factor i think in preserving the friendship Yes. And they were very, they were just like a groundbreaking show. They all sort of rose in success together. All of them, I would say, are equally associated with friends as like a key part of their career, even though they have been able to have successful careers outside of it. Mm -hmm. And I just think the fact that they like played friends instead of being in conflict with each other right. helped them stay bonded. Plus, like, the male-female dynamics, like, no. Holly says that David Schwimmer and Jen Aniston would have been paid more, but they all held out for the same salary for the final season. Why was David Schwimmer supposed to be paid more? I feel like that's I think it's possible that at the time, maybe he was considered bigger. Because uh, of the Ross and Rachel of it all, says Holly. I think that... Uh, um, 
she I remember when they when they negotiated and they each were making a million dollars per episode for the last season and that was like really big at the time. Now probably not as big of a deal, but in I don't know what year this was. Like 20 years ago? I think a million per it was a per episode or the whole season. I mean I think it was per episode. Oh. I mean that's a lot of money. That's like how many episodes are there? Like 22? Probably. 22 I don't million. Know. How many episodes in a, how many episodes are there in a friend season? Maybe like I feel there were probably around 22 episodes. That's an expensive show. It sold a ton of ads and it was in syndication. 18 episodes. 18. 18 million times six is a lot of million. Like (laughs) almost. Like 108 million. Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing. They definitely made more than that in ads. Like they probably made. I don't know. I don't know. This is like 90s money. They definitely made more than double than that in ads and syndic- and like eighteen million dollars for this. It was a huge. That's a lot. Dr- it it first of all, it also anchored their. Do you remember like NBC Thursday nights were the the place to be? What else was airing? I think there was like ER. I think was at the end. Maybe maybe Will and Grace. Um, but that was just it. It changed. It like but Friends anchored Thursday night. And it was like the biggest draw to the network. Like I think Friends put NBC like almost made NBC like that place for Thursday night primetime television over the other networks. And that was like its own groundbreaking thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it like really solidified NBC as a leading network at that time. And they were. Are they still a leading network? I would say they're still a leading network amongst like the big three networks the people who are still I mean, they're, watching cable tv they're my preferred network okay wow they line drawn bravo. in the sand they own bravo um but anyway everyone put together some very nice instagram posts i went and checked all of them <laughs> you, did. you know it'd be interesting you know what i mean like it's funny not funny but it's kind of interesting <laughs> like i went and checked all of them and if, like if there was one missing it would be insane yeah right (laughs) well that's probably why well i also just don't think their publicists were involved in the coordination of it like i think they did the coordination themselves is my sense why because i just think that they probably grieved together and this was part of it when they would all post what was the conversation like okay like on the 15th we're all gonna put our posts up no no it's like they were grieving ongoing and then at some point they probably felt ready to post and discussed. They knew they were all going to be, po- they knew that they were all going to eventually post, but they were dealing with the reality of it for probably at least a week before they started considering posting. And then they probably discussed it in like a rolling conversation, both in person and by- via text. Right. I mean, it was definitely discussed, obviously. Of course it was discussed, yes. but I think it's like, I mean, to, you know, the three of us have discussed when we're going to post about uh, the LBG deal and we just never did. But we've discussed, oh, should we post? Should we post this? We just have never done it because it just whatever. We haven't. But we've never been able to, like, come up with the right post. But they are all, like, probably having that conversation. I know. It just seems more like it, it just seems it's like a little meta or like bizarre to just think of, like, people coordinating a post around this specific event of this death. I also don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm fine with it. I'm just either. saying it's um 
It's interesting. I don't. Th- I don't think they ran each other's captions by each other, but I think they said, "Oh, well, I'm going to post today. Do should we all post today?" Kind of thing. Which one did you think was the uh, like most heartfelt to you? I think it was Jennifer Aniston's. Yeah, hers kind of showed that they were definitely close. Yeah, I also just maybe that's like the way she writes more than. You know, it could, it's kind of also just their own selves. Like some people are just going to write a little more stream of conscious than others. Fair enough. What did you think was the most hard? Jennifer Aniston. I agree. Jennifer Aniston's. David Schwimmers made me think they weren't particularly close. I felt the same way. Just, Which is fine. Yeah. But I would say he was the only one. I agree because it was focused on his like talent. And not like how close. It's basically like I enjoyed working with you. Which was like, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Right. It was very work referenced and the others were a bit more like about his personality. I don't know. I feel bad ripping these apart. No, I I, I know. I'm not even critiquing it. I'm just saying like it seems reflective of them maybe being a little bit less close than others. Sean says that's just how men post. That's that Matt LeBlanc's was similar. I I understand, but it was different. Matt LeBlanc's was more personal and David Schwimmer's was more focused on like him as an art artiste. Yes, I agree. But I mean, who knows? Again, they were all great, like very heartfelt. And th- that's just our fucked up assessment. Blame us. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> for years, I've used men's razors because the quality of razors for women is seriously questionable. But using disposable men's razors felt like settling. And also they gave me razor burn. That's why I became a loyal customer of the Athena Club razor. And it was truly the easiest, smoothest shave ever. And also the easiest, smoothest decision to become a subscriber to Athena Club. I have officially moved on from my cheap razor era. And now my skin is getting the premium razor it deserves. Athena Club razors are gentle on your skin. They leave your skin smooth. I really have tried a lot of their products and I love all of them, but truly the razor is my favorite. And it looks nice in your shower, which really can't be underestimated. Step up your shaving game now with Athena Club's award-winning razor kit. It is seriously the best on the market and here is why. First of all, the Athena Club razor kit is an absolute steal at just $10, but don't let the price fool you. It packs a serious punch. It comes with a beautifully made ergonomic handle. Like I said, it looks great in the shower and two super sharp razor heads that deliver an incredibly smooth shave every time. Athena Club's razor glides effortlessly thanks to those five precision engineered blades. The blades are perfectly spaced out to let your hair pass through with each stroke and you'll experience less irritation, which is really the most important thing in my book. If you're ready to upgrade your shaving experience, switch to the best razor on the market and show your skin you care with Athena Club. Head over to athenaclub.com to try their award-winning razor and body products and get 20% off your purchase with code BETCHES at checkout. You can also find Athena Club razors at your local Target store. Trust me, you won't look back. Happy shaving. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I've been to therapy for many years, and whenever I have a problem that I just can't seem to wrap my head about, if I have intrusive thoughts or I have something I just like I'm avoiding, I always go to therapy because I know my therapist can help me work through the issue, come out on the other side, and just leave the session feeling like everything's going to be okay. Nothing has transformed my life quite as much as my therapy experience. I can't recommend therapy enough, and BetterHelp is a great way into it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Speaking of posts, this has been a big week. Betches was in vogue as one of the funniest meme accounts you have to follow or something. I mean, this is very exciting. Yes. Humble brags for us. Humble brags for us. We to insert those before we forget. (laughs) Right. They're in our outline. Next up, though. We got to get into Vogue for fashion, right, Jordana? I think I think it's... I'm going to be in Vogue for fashion. Exactly. Sure. Yes. I think that if that... I think we need that to happen. Does Anna Wintour's new line... new um, Does she see coming for winter 2024 the Betches sweatpants that are worn for four days straight? <laughs> is, um, that in, is that in fashion I coming mean, up this honestly, winter? I honestly, call it derelict. Kanye has made uglier things. That's true. And also... Speaking of ugly, we also got another shout out on The View from Whoopi Goldberg, who called out our article by one of our employees, lifestyle editor Melanie White, who wrote this article about ugly girl lifestyle, which is basically about like wearing your betcha sweatpants in a row for four days in a row. And Whoopi shouted her out. And it was just so, so, so cool. Congrats to Melanie. Yes. Big week for Betch's content. So if you guys aren't reading the website or looking at the Instagram or looking at all the shit or listening to every podcast we have, go do it. We want you to consume, binge consume as much content as you can before Thanksgiving. We're so natural at, at, at promoting our stuff. I hate promoting our own <laughs> I stuff. I do too. I wish it's like, it's, it's like braggy and just like annoying. Like even if, even like when I really believe it, which is now and all, like I genuinely always believe it, but like I just, like I'm going to tell you to read my thing. Like that's yeah. so, I know. agree. Well, I can't handle it. On that note, go read it or don't. Yeah, whatever no, you want. Read no, something like, else. Please do please do read <laughs> it. But you know, it's always it's always very astounding to me when and I think some creators are so good at this. Jared's so good at this, where they're able to like confidently talk about their work rather than just being like, here it's out there. Let us know what you think. You know, some people are able to like be excited I, about I guess I don't like want to do that though. I don't either. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like, if you know, if you find out like, great. Are we further complimenting ourselves by saying that we are so humble? <laughs> no, it's not humble. It's like, it doesn't come from a place of humility. It comes from a place of like, I don't want to, I just, I don't know. It make, I, I'm not good at it is what I'm saying. It's a skill. Yeah. To do it gracefully. Fair. Yeah. On that note, what's this thing with Kim Kardashian and North and uh, something about her lemonade stand? Yeah, so Kim had a an interview in GQ. Did you see? She was like eating Cheetos. Was that Cheetos? Something about she's like the most powerful man or something. So she was talking about uh, North likes to set up a lemonade stand outside their house. And basically she was like bragging about how North, she, she was like North fully scams people that she knows at the lemonade stand. Like if someone she doesn't know walks by, she'll just charge them like $2. But if someone she knows walks by, she'll fully scam you she'll grab their $20 and say I don't have any change it's like is you bragging about that is Northwest the new um Billy McFarland in the in training <laughs> yeah I mean scamming people you I know I could see Northwest putting on a fire festival I could too I could too also like how many people are walking by yeah where's this lemonade stand it's I'm sure it's not in she's not in an area where all the houses are super close together it also just <laughs> seems like you're going to let Northwest stand at the end of your driveway. 
Also, what does Northwest even need the money for? I don't think it's like about that. You, she's not supporting the family. Like she's just doing a. I know, kid but it's thing. not like oh, it's not like Kim doesn't give her any like spending money. I'm sure. I'm sure Kim gives North whatever she wants. It's about the fun of running a business. Every anecdote I hear about Northwest makes her sound like a fucking nightmare. If I'm being totally honest, I know. <laughs> I mean, not to child shame, but yeah, like it just. I mean, really it's a child. This is saying everything I've heard about her. Right. Uh, lends Look. itself to that narrative. So, and Kim is the one controlling the narrative. So, I wouldn't be bragging about this if I were Kim. I know she's being like she thinks she's like being funny, but um, I don't know. Right. Well, she's. I think she's like kind of playing into it. She let her do that interview where she talks about being her own fashion icon. Like she's clearly like promoting this version of her being publicized. Yeah, like I wouldn't buy something from Northwest knowing that she lies about not having change like do you not give refunds do you pretend you're gonna give refunds and you don't should i find her her lemonade stand on yelp (laughs) (laughs) do you report it to the better business bureau yeah i mean they get shit done as i've said many times i agree i'm a big fan of the better business bureau one of the best working agencies in in government we should put that that's not a government agency it's independent whatever we should independent um, agency can we get sponsored by the better business business bureau would that be good business for them I don't know if that would imply impartiality. Yeah, they probably should stay out of sponsoring any businesses as the Better Business Bureau. <laughs> I would say, though, we got to make stickers for this podcast. We need a Better Business Bureau sticker. I would get. I would wear a hat that said Better Business Bureau. <laughs> Is that allowed? Sure. Can we take the IP? I don't know. Better Betches we'll, Bureau? We'll... Betches Business Bureau. Better Betches Bureau. We are a business. Betches Business Man. Bureau. <laughs> I am a business. <laughs> okay, well... Speaking of out of touch shit, Gwyneth Paltrow's ski trial is being turned into a musical in London. Did you hear this? I'm really excited. I want to go. This is a very exciting piece of news. I'm very like Same. very genius. Whoever decided to do this. Very, very funny. I know. I'm like mad. We didn't think about it. It's going to be soon, though. Like, do you want to go to London December 13th to 23rd to go see it? No. But like the idea that it's being made. I respect that. <laughs> I'm like a Zoolander yeah. again. Sting. <laughs> Will I go see it? No. Oh my God. Would I watch a YouTube clip if something was released about it? Yes. Yeah. I mean, the bar for that is not the highest. <laughs> Liza, our friend Liza was like, do you want to go see Taylor Swift in Buenos Aires? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, oh my God. How could she have not <laughs> asked me? It's fucking, that's fucking rude. It was like the same day. I I'm like, gone, maybe. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm in my Betches sweatpants on date. You think I'm like, I'm pack going to pack my shit to go to Buenos Aires to pay like $4,000 for a Taylor Swift ticket. Yeah. Buenos Aires is also not the place that I would go to because it's real. It's too far. It's too different. And like, I, I'd go to Miami on, on that late notice. Yeah, maybe Miami. But I also like, I, here's the thing. She's like, well, oh yeah, I forgot you don't like Taylor Swift. I'm like, I like Taylor Swift. I like her $300 concert tickets worth. So you like her enough to get a fan code. That is the amount that I like her. $300 in concert ticket. Do you like Venus. anyone more than $300 in concert ticket? Um. Yeah, I think I do. Who? I would see Mumford. I'd probably go up to like 500 for Mumford. Okay. How much are bumper tickets is that? Like, I have no idea. <laughs>
50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competition for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant nearly 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitor are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Weddings are all about the bride and groom, but we all know they're a chance to look your best too. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks, even though suits start at just $499. It's easier than ever to be the best-dressed guest with Indochino. Order your custom suits now and be ready for wedding season. Design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, and more. Get a bespoke look without the premium price tag. Suits starting at $499 and fitted shirts at just $89. You can get a tailored fit from home by setting up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without ever leaving the house. Or opt for a premium in-person experience. Book an appointment at a showroom near you and let an Indochino style guide walk you through every step. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code BETCHES to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code BETCHES. Oh, speaking of Taylor Swift, I know we have not discussed, we obviously have not discussed that Buenos Aires kiss. That's because Holly and I are doing it on a separate Speak Now episode that will come out tomorrow. And we are joined by my friend, Ali Vitali. She's like the capital news reporter for NBC News. Speaking of our favorite channel. Is she the Taylor Swift reporter? No, she's the capital reporter, but she wrote a book called Elected, which is about why there has not been a woman president. And I think she is just, she's just the perfect person to talk about yeah. this. I mean, I'll let yeah. you guys get into that, but I did think I I think it's becoming a little much the 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 Taylor Travis running into each other's arms thing. I'm sorry, it's a little much for me. I'm like I thought it was cute when they were like kind of like oh are they aren't they? Now I'm like all right go away. I comp- I under I see what you see. Do you think it's a little much because it was just like plastered everywhere and you you saw it too many times? The or lyric because- I thought the lyric was cute. The make out. I'm like all right I get it. You've moved on. <laughs> I actually thought the lyric was like cuter than the makeout in a way. I agree. But both, it was both, I think it was both of them together. I was like one or the other, I would have been like, that's really cute. Both of them, I'm like, okay, like this is like, you're at your, you're at your job. I thought like, the kiss. You're at work. <laughs> Nobody wants to work anymore. Get it together. You're at work. No, honestly, <laughs> this is the workplace. <laughs> Well, you're going to change lyrics. Like, what if I change the thing to like, Betches love Mike. Like, oh my God, I'm so in love, guys. How cute is that? <laughs> okay, well, now that you no longer own You'd be like, no, like, this is work. Well, famously, she owns the songs, so she can change whatever she wants. I know. Done that it's, like a few weeks ago. it's her business. She could, just, I'm not saying she can't. She can. I'm just saying, should she? I think, I thought it was great, and I hope she releases a version like that. I will say, I think if it had just been the lyric that would have been perfect i think it was especially because like you saw them the night before going to dinner you have all this news the kiss made the whole thing feel more staged because also if you watch the videos of him like waiting for her and like taylor's dad showing him where to go stand 
That's what I'm saying. It's like a little much. That felt staged. The Chiefs lyric felt cute and personal and fun. And like that would have been like just the perfect touch. The kiss felt like so you agree. foot pop. It's like a little yeah. overdone. I mean, I don't know if it's overdone in terms of what she did or overdone in terms of the way it was spoken about, which is like not her fault, but also sort of because she knows when she's putting a kiss in public view specifically on purpose where he's being told to stand there and wait so that she could go run to him. It just felt very like that felt more, that made it feel staged. Whereas the chiefs thing felt like a gift to him. This whole concert was like her hard launch. Yes. But I, but I really think that just the chiefs lyric would have been like so perfect. But I agree with you. Taylor's an emotional gal. You know, I know from firsthand experience and she likes to, she likes to go in deep and hard and, you know, that's, that's what, what we love said. about her. <laughs> well, that's what we love about her. And that's what makes her lyrics so wonderful. Anyway, you can hear more of this on Speak Now tomorrow. I'll take my critical energy out of the conversation so you and Holly can just get into it. And Allie, I um, mean, I think it's fair in this world where Swifties are the majority. You need a voice. Those who would only pay $300. I stand with those <laughs> who think Taylor Swift is a little bit much. <laughs> Right. I stand with those who are still big fans of Taylor, but, um, you know, yeah. In reason. I think the only thing that would shock me now is if someone was like, I have no opinion on Taylor Swift. Yeah, that would be Although, weird. Wait, Morgan Freeman did say that today. He said, um, <laughs> who asked him? Entertainment, CBS Mornings asked him because he's a Kansas City Chiefs fan. So he was asked, what does he think about the romance? He says, I don't think about them at all. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that is the bit that is like so funny. Added, added to my respect of Morgan Freeman as an actor. I do. Too. I don't think about them at all is like the best way to respond to something you really don't give a shit about. It is. It is. And but I'm I, a little insulted that he's like, this is like the, this is the person's me. chance to interview him. This is their chance to interview him. And they're asking him about this. About their like, romance. He's like, he's like, I've had a career spanning like 70 years or whatever it is. I'm the voice of God, quite literally. <laughs> and you're asking me about like this stupid shit? Yeah, no, I see. I, I agree with you. I see that from his perspective because he probably isn't scrolling Instagram and TikTok where there's only a billion videos of them kissing. So he doesn't think about them because he's not confronted with them. And he doesn't care. And he doesn't care. That's the other thing. Right. <laughs> he likes like, the football. His algorithm isn't feeding him that because he doesn't he care. Doesn't, also. Does he even have an algorithm? I have no idea. We all deserve an algorithm. We do. I bet you Morgan Freeman is thinking about other more important things. But back to Gwyneth and this goop show. It looks so, so, so good. This, it's gonna. It seems like it's going to be a comedy. The synopsis is the following. She's the goop founding, door sliding, Shakespeare and loving, consciously uncoupling Hollywood superstar. He's a retired optometrist from Utah. In 2016, they went skiing. On the slopes of Deer Valley, their worlds collided and so did they, literally. Ouch. Seven years later in 2023, they went to court. Double ouch. This is their story, kind of, not really, but also it's a Christmas. I'm so excited. I wish we could release this on video or something. Maybe they'll Dreaming. come up, maybe they'll do a film version. That would be someone should someone should offer them that. I'm sure they've been offered. That's probably in discussion. I hope if it's not, call us. We're we're here. Please do. We also had a really funny article on Betches.com again that was 
by one of our employees, Stephanie Perlman, who wrote about, she wrote like a fake playbill of the different like songs, predict like the predicted acts. It's really funny. It takes two seconds to read and it's hilarious. So check it out. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's. And use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm Betches co-founder Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button-down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western. Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. All right, let's talk. So the Grammys thing, I never watched the Grammys. I don't think I've watched the Grammys in like 10 years. Do you watch the Grammys? I usually would have them on in the background, at least. Um, you know, okay. as, as one who who has a pop culture podcast. What? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is from your least informed friends. <laughs> a pop culture podcast from your least informed friends. That should be our tagline. You change the tagline. I wonder if that would change expectations. Although I would just be like, why the fuck would I want to listen to this? People who care about pop culture. Because it's kind of like listening to your least informed friends talk about pop culture. Which everyone always wants to do. Maybe. But we're talking about more than pop culture. We're talking about the culture in general. Okay. So the Grammys, I won't be watching. Okay. Who's nominated? Okay. SZA. <laughs> when are they? SZA has the most nominations. She has nine nominations. Okay. I mean, all the people you would expect, a lot of, of women. 
like almost that's how you say her name SZA I always thought it was SZA well maybe you should watch the fucking <laughs> Grammys and hear it but maybe okay <laughs> okay um lots of people Taylor obviously Olivia Rodrigo Boy Genius which is like Phoebe Bridger's band Miley Cyrus John Batiste who sings a song I really like on a Lana Del Rey album but obviously I don't think he wants to be known for that Victoria Monet and Billie Eilish they're all up for record of the year and album of a lot of them are for album of the year. I never really understood the distinction between those things, despite having the Grammys on in the background every year. And um, Barbie received 12 nominations, 11 for the soundtrack album, largely for Billie Eilish's What Was I Made For and Dua Lipa's Dance the Night. How does that sound nice. to you? Are you going to tune in? I don't think I'll tune in. I'm, the only ones I really watch are the movie ones, movie TV ones. Uh, Golden mostly Globes. just... Golden Globes and the Academy Awards. Those two are my The Academy favorite. Awards is actually, in my opinion, more boring than the Grammys because the Grammys it at least is. has performances. I have more knowledge of like movie stuff than I do of music stuff. So I am like more invested. Interesting. Like I don't know who sings anything. But but these are like famous <laughs> songs. Like they're not like. I know, know, but I don't care like <laughs> as much as like a movie I feel like is an experience. And so is a song. It's true. The reason I, I keep the Grammys on is because you can see the performances like I don't and, and if someone I like wins an award I'll turn it on you know right because that that's what I makes guess. it fun plus it's like the best music award so like you get Beyonce there you get you know you get your people there who's performing anyone probably all of these people that I just named because oh. they're up for the <laughs> awards it's good. Well, let me know let me know how it goes <laughs> Can't wait to hear. Eileen will be back by then. It's, Eileen will be back. Okay, it's going to be February fourth on CBS. Okay. <laughs> well, when you ask me what I thought, I will say I don't think about it at all. It's going to be my new line. I'm stealing it from Morgan it's Freeman. It's the best. It's a very good line. Oh, there is a line in Mad Men. Holly, Holly just called out. Don Draper says it. I. Oh. That's okay. I kept. It's so interesting because when I say it to. Oh, I can't fucking remember. Who I don't care what you think about me. No, I don't no, no, think no, no, about no. you at all. Oh, he no. says it to Pete Campbell. Yes, he says it to Pete Campbell. And I can like hear how he says it exactly in my head. Do you think Morgan Freeman got that from him? I think he probably, uh, it's like an easy thing. It's a very easy way to answer if you don't think about them at all. Fair. Yeah, it's a nice, it's also nicer than I don't care. Is it? No, I think it's actually I think so. more. I think I don't care feels like you do care a little. I don't think about you at all feels like you genuinely do not give a fuck. That's what I'm saying. I think that's nicer. No, it's it's meaner, but it sounds nicer. No, it just, I guess that's fair. Yeah. Like you're not even on my radar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have no thoughts, not even negative ones. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah. Right. It's more insulting, fair. but it sounds nicer. That's true. Well, that won't be the last you hear that from me. Um, <laughs> I love a good passive aggressive phrase. What have you watched this week? I watched Beverly Hills and I watched Salt Lake City and I watched Totally Killer this weekend. What'd you think? I liked it. It was good. It was cute, right? Yeah, it was definitely like good enough to to get to the end. Yeah. I like I actually laughed out loud like a couple times. I thought there were some lines that were pretty funny. I there there were definitely clever lines for sure. Yeah. I was I don't think I liked it as much as you just because like it's not my genre and like I constantly can't, I can't handle the stabbing sounds. I have to like turn the sound off. I don't really. See. There wasn't that much no, stabbing. No, there is if you don't like it. It's like okay. <laughs> you're like 
any stabbing is too much stabbing yeah. when you don't like stabbing. Exactly. <laughs> like the sounds like I can't. So it was like, oh, I can't just hide my eyes. I have to like not look. But there were it was clever. It was definitely right. clever. It was cute. It was as cute as like a funny horror movie could be. It was. Yeah. Good, it's, bad. Good, bad means it was it was meant to be bad. No, it was meant to be but good. It was good. Oh, but it was you think it was meant to be good. It was meant to be like a little better than like a bad movie. Right. It was definitely meant to be clever. You know what? I really want to see Saltburn. I keep seeing. uh, Is that in theaters? I think it is. So annoying. They keep trying to bring this theater thing back. I just want to watch it in my house. Yeah. What happened? Everyone's like, come on, just release it in both at once. If no one's going to watch it in the theater, if it's out in both at once. Actually, now that it's winter, maybe I would go to the movies. Do you want to go to a movie? I mean, I have to. I'd have to like be desperate. But <laughs> I know. Do you know what I mean? Like, like really bored. I'm like, I could just not. Yeah, there's nothing that like. Maybe if there was some. I mean, we went to go see Barbie in theaters, so like clearly, if there's something we really want to see, that was like a cultural That's event. What I'm saying it has to be really good for me to be like, okay, let me go buy a ticket. No, I think it has to house. be an event. It doesn't have to be really good because you don't know if it's going to be really good. Sometimes some movies are better on the big screen. I just never care that much. I'm not, we're not, we're not really big fans of those movies that are better. Like the Marvel movies are better on the big screen. Like anything like action-y I think is better with like a immersive experience, but that's not really my genre. Yeah, I agree. Saltburn sounds really good though. It's like a psychological comedy thriller, which is just so many words when you put them together. I am so happy. Who's in it? Jacob Elordi, Rosamund Pike. A few people who whose names I don't know. Archie Medeckwi sounds um familiar. Barry Keehan Keegan is listed first. Only out in theaters. I believe it's only out in theaters. It was directed by Emerald Fennell, who wrote Promising Young Woman. Do you remember that movie? Yeah. Which I really that was a great movie too. It kind of sounds a little bit like Talented Mr. Ripley esque. Yeah, I was just thinking that this. Got like I guess he's kind of like a teenager. He's a teenager. Yeah, he's at Oxford. He gets drawn into the world of the charming and aristocratic Felix Catton, who invites him to Saltburn, his family's, his eccentric family's sprawling estate. I'm very excited. It's a coming of age story for those who remember seeing their first very rich friend's house. <laughs> <laughs> that is a thing. Summer house. Or yeah. <laughs> we all remember that moment. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It's big. <laughs> <laughs> this is really you know nice. what i'm saying yes, like oh, the, yes <laughs> of course like yes okay i'm very excited to see that i have you been watching salt lake city this season no i haven't watched that i think since the first season if for some reason it just wasn't doing it for me oh, i watched a little bit of the one with the more with the with the mormon guy who wanted to give uh her to want to take an extra wife is she still on mary no it was like someone oh, was married oh, oh, jenny Yes. Yeah. Is she still on? No. She had some like racist Facebook posts uncovered and. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. I was also feeling that way. Like, okay, whatever. This season though has been wild. It's like a fun house of crazy shit. This new housewife, Monica, is basically they're uncovering that she is like a scammer who has like changed. Again? But not not like, um. (laughs) She doesn't have like an active scam running. It's like she sued. Is Jen Shaw still on or no. is she in prison? She's in prison. Okay. She sued Heather's beauty lab and laser place under a different name. 
And Heather was filming the whole season with her without realizing that she was the person who was suing her. She has this absolutely wild relationship with her mother where they actually fight. Like imagine like the most cruel fight you could have with your mother. Like they've had that on screen. Like interesting. Okay, now I need to watch. You do. You need to see. And and the the mother's crazy. She's. Do I need to have watched like the past? No, because she's new. She's new. There's nothing that's relevant. It's she's introduced. She introduces herself as basically she had been divorced, got back together with her husband, and then got divorced again because she slept with her brother-in-law for 18 months, and then she came clean to her pastor and got kicked out of the Mormon church. So that is perfect for reality TV. This is, but this is it's wild there's crazy things with mary cosby like she's really funny this season mary cosby is whitney rose still on it yes i like whitney rose a lot like she's my favorite there's this incident where lisa meredith meredith yeah meredith's still there like making weird memeable moments it's just kind of the it's wild this season i think okay watch it just for the ridiculousness i will you know after watching a few episodes of beverly hills i agree with your assessment from the first time we talked about the season in that I think Kyle is not an Ozempic mm-hmm. and is just um, having a midlife crisis. Yeah. I haven't watched last night's, but I'm caught up besides that. But I'm really into the season. People seem to be being a little more honest. I think this to me has been one of the more interesting seasons, even after the seasons where they were like, there's so much drama with Kathy and Erica and blah, blah, blah. Those were all not as good to watch because they're trying to hide stuff the whole time. Now it seems that things have come to a head. They can't hide the things they want to hide anymore. And I just think that it's like become a different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. Sutton, I don't understand why she's on this show. She has so much money. She's like only stands. She cares about like coming off as like pretentious and like well associated. I'm like, why are you doing this show? Like, you look like an asshole. And if you want to be this person who's on the board of the American Ballet, like, why are you doing this show in the first place? I don't understand. I mean, I don't think she was like, I think she was not in a good place when that was happening. Like, I don't think that was reflective of her like rational decisions around whether she's going to do the show or not. My feeling about her doing the show based on the past few episodes, is that she wants to show her husband that she can make a name for herself on her own. If if it was my ex-wife, I'd be like, oh my God, my ex-wife is off the rails. She's embarrassing herself on on a reality television show. That is one way to look at it. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, she's made it on her own. Like, go get her. (laughs) Also, there's like... Really pulled herself up by her $300,000 a month uh, alimony bootstraps. But there's also, but there's also like this argument, like that people call themselves sluttons and they like love her and she has like a fan base and it makes her happy. But I, I, you know... Would I say that's the safest way to go about proving yourself to your husband when there's editors determining how you're going to look and you don't know how you're going to come across and what will happen? No, that's not the safest way, but... It just seems odd for someone in high society, supposedly. Does it? It just seems like an odd choice, yeah. I guess she's got like nothing else going on. She's a little wacky. I mean that. As oh, she's very in wacky. A good it was way. so funny to watch, watch to when they're making fun of her about dating. Yeah, it was so that oh, was really funny. She, yeah, 
she, she wore the cat sweater to yeah. like the date or something. I mean, <laughs> it's yeah, maybe a second date. <laughs> that was very entertaining. Yeah, I mean, she's she's a little wacky, so I don't think her reasoning about the show is maybe the same as yours or mine might be. But I find mm-hmm. her. I find I think this is a great cast right now. I think they're all like in an actual moment of flux in their lives and they're showing it honestly which is again pretty rare for them and it's so much more enjoyable to watch even though there's less quote drama just to watch them like have honest open and honest conversations that aren't aren't trying to like posture an impression to be a certain way yeah totally all right well i think we covered everything okay good are you watching anything else I'm rewatching Six Feet Under because I there's no TV on. But now I might watch Salt Lake City. Yeah, just this season has been good. You'll be you'll be caught up before you know it. Oh, and The Crown comes out. Oh, I'm so excited. Is that Today? tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. I'm gonna try to watch. Probably not the whole thing because I want to pace myself. Oh, I can't. Oh. No, I gotta. Oh, 3 a.m. Wait, it's out then. It's out. <gasps> okay. Okay. Great. Late, later. Maybe we'll discuss next week. I'm so excited. I am so excited. I love excited. the crowd. Okay. This is this is wonderful. Who should we send to the Caymans? Who is uh, I don't know. I don't want to send Northwest. She's too young. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. <laughs> she would have she would have to get a chaperone. Seems unfair. Should we send the the producer of the Gwyneth Paltrow musical somewhere nice? Yeah, that's a great idea. Maybe let's send them to first class to the Caymans, to a five star hotel. I wonder what Gwyneth thinks of this. She must like it. She probably thinks it's funny. It's being put on in London by a group called Awkward Productions that describes themselves as harbingers of queer chaos. I think this is going to be good. It features original music by singer and songwriter Leland from RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm very excited. You you got to go read. I'm going to send you the link to the Betches.com article because it'll take you literally 30 seconds to read and it's so fucking funny. All right, I'm going to check it out. Leaked Gwyneth Paltrow musical trial song list. I'm sending it, texting you. Okay, I'm going to read it. And that's it for this week's At Betches podcast. You can follow me at Jordana Abraham. Follow me at Sammy. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll see you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Holly Wilkinson. Editing by Jazz Zapatos and Shannon Sasson. Be sure to follow at Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Sparkling Ice. Bold, unforgettable, and a tall glass of much more than water. Sparkling Ice is the anything but subtle bottle of tasty goodness made with an anti-soda attitude and more antioxidants. With over 17 original flavors, fizzing with zero sugar, vitamins, and antioxidants, Sparkling Ice is all in on bold flavor that you can taste. Pick one up and put the ah back in your day. You can find Sparkling Ice just about wherever your thirst hits, from online to grocery stores, bodegas, and convenience stores. Betches.